actually on location southern tier brewing downtown cleveland um as what happens well of course it's keg moving day it is <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um and then also to make your customers uh more comfortable you guys also have ac and heat uh in cleveland which ac and heat you need all the time going every single day because you <laughs> don't know loud. what <laughs> noon and 8 p.m is going to be like so if you hear a buzzing it's because they're hoping that uh, they can make their customers feel more comfortable when they come in. So that's the reason why you hear anything. So uh, not the first on location we've done. This is one of the bigger ones. Uh, I did this at Saucy Son, uh, uh, okay. the, uh, the butcher shop with the lady brewers. They were so cool, but they said the same thing. Like, hey, we got like shit to do. <laughs> you just want to come do it here? And we're like, yeah. So we just ate beef jerky and drank whiskey like for like <laughs> a couple hours. That does sound pretty yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and they were great. So, um... Yeah, this was, I can't try to remember. This came about because, so Haley, you and I, I had a live show like three weeks ago. Yeah. And during that, unfortunately, my friends over at Funkin' Ship and Platform closed down. And uh, I got really lucky because everyone, and I'd already had about 50 tickets sold. So that was a problem because we really didn't want to <laughs> yeah. give the money back. <laughs> and um, a bunch of people reached out, and you were actually one. Uh, yep. By the time you had reached out, which was pretty quick, I'd already had a couple places in the jukebox, awesome. which was really nice. Yeah. So thank you for reaching out yeah, and no asking, problem. saying, hey, you can do it here. Um, and then we started talking and I came in and we started having a discussion about doing an episode. And uh, I'm glad we did. I yeah. really like doing stuff like this. And you started kind of explaining some of the, the, the Southern Tier stuff, which we'll get into. But first, please introduce yourselves and what you do here. Absolutely. I'm Haley and I handle all of our sales uh, and events here on location at our tap room in Cleveland. Uh, and I'm Jason, and I'm the brewer. Make the beer. Okay. So really, both of you are, no offense, Haley, but he's, he's without him, what are you really going to sell? <laughs> he's, he's it. So you're that guy. I mean, that, without uh, her, yeah, they would just sit in the tanks and not go anywhere. So. <laughs> All right. So you're both pretty. <laughs> I feel like we could still important. at least give your beer away, though. <laughs> if you just said, hey, sure, we have true, beer in true. here, it's like X amount. People would wander in. I would wander in. Yeah. It's fair. Um, Unfortunately, it's, I'm, I'm not going to say I've not been in a bar at nine in the morning because I have, but uh, we are <laughs> we doing this early. Like, in the should we try stuff? Should we see? It's early, but we can't. Up to you. So, and you know what? That's a, well, we probably will. The, um, <laughs> that's one of the things that's, uh, you know, uh, I'm just, I don't think anyone I work with even knows I do this. So I, I think it'll be fine if I say, yeah, I had a, a drink at 930 9, and then at 10 the and then at 1030 and then at 11, but it was for research. It out. Yeah, it was for research. Fine. So I think it's fine. Um, so first, like the background, how long, it's, I mean, obviously I've been here a bunch of times, but I don't know the history. Like how long mm -hmm. Southern Tier been down here? Here in Cleveland, we opened in September of 2018. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now it's, is this like, kind of like franchising? You know what I mean? Like, like if, cause it, it's Southern Tier Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So how does this work with just Southern Tier as a whole? I wouldn't and, say it's like franchising and that it's like somebody bought the rice open one. Like that's it's still part of the same. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a a little extra branch or something. I don't know. What's a good way to put it? Yeah. I mean, we have an umbrella company, uh, ABV, Artisanal Brewing Ventures, and underneath them is Southern Tier, Bold Rock, Victory, Six Point, and there's multiple tap rooms and the cidery 
um, and one ABV central location in Charlotte. Okay, and that's why I wasn't sure, and I was going to look into it, but I'd rather you just explain it to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, it's better to kind of just find, you know hear it from you. But the... um. Yeah, that was one I wasn't sure about because, again, it says Southern Tier. And I've seen that with other breweries, too, yeah. like larger ones that are in different locations. Like, I know they didn't last up here very long, but, like, Bad Tom Smith is based in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. But they had something up here. I started talking to one of the bartenders there one time when I was in there, and they kind of gave me a similar explanation. But they obviously didn't really know either, so that's why I thought you two would know. <laughs> yeah, not, not necessarily franchising. We're all the same company. Yeah. So Southern Tier, too, so... 2018. Mm-hmm. So right before everything got really stupid. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, the, two years is not a significant amount of time. No, there wasn't right. a whole lot yeah. of data to compare to no, it's how not. we were doing down here and what kind of traction we were getting. So it's this has been probably the first real year, maybe the second that we've been able to really look at some historical points and see how we're doing. Well, yeah. I mean, any business, especially in like hospitality, food, drink, service. Yeah. I mean, the shelf life for a lot of them can be kind of short. And even really, you know, like you said, like you don't have a lot of data. So the first year, year and a half, two years, you're kind of collecting like what your base is, what's working, what's not. And we were talking, Jason, a little bit about, Mm -hmm. you know, like the brewing process, which we'll get into. But Mm -hmm. that's going to be a factor, too. Who's drinking what? Who likes what? What's selling a lot of? And then you two are going to have to collaborate and see what do we need more of. But yeah, so it was real. So wait, when in 2018 again? September. September. I think September okay, so 4th, if okay, I had So, to. like, a year and a half, really. We thought it was going to yeah. be, like, spring, but, you know, construction setbacks and stuff. Yeah. It probably yeah, takes longer than you think it's going to take. in Ohio, yeah. There's <laughs> currently a ton of the construction going season. on right now. Yeah. It's summer, spring construction. Especially right winter. down here. There's a lot of construction right around oh, this yeah. building, as you saw. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I had to move my car before. I'm like, yeah. no. Nope. <laughs> someone's going to hit it or someone's going to tow it. <laughs> That's very likely. Both of those possibilities, actually. Yeah. So even so, September, so when you think when things got, so what, it shut down the second, March, March 2020, 17th is when it, yes. March 17th, <laughs> right 17th as we were going into March Madness. Definitely right around that, because I was about to release the Irish Red Ale for it the first time, the and we had to, it was like the 15th or something. Like the day before I was going to yeah. release it is when we had to shut down. Because I think uh, St. Patrick's Day was later in the week, and we, it was like a Sunday we got news, and we were it done. Was def- I remember it was a Sunday, because when all this, when things started happening i was in florida in miami i got back on march 11th that's the only reason i know the date so well i got back on march 11th and i think the very next sunday the 18th mm-hmm. i think is when they shut down all restaurants it and was bars. crazy so it was so sad <laughs> oh yeah of course because again that's not even a year and a half for you guys no to really kind of you know kind of get things no, going we had a like, really good march lined up march madness was going to be here as it is oh yeah and everything stopped there was no march madness there was no march madness and yeah. we were just watching things taper off so quickly i think that was the, thing, the the two during that time where i was like oh my god this is getting serious is when they canceled march madness mm-hmm. and when tom hanks got COVID. <laughs> tom <laughs> yeah, right. hanks was, I was like if it can get hanks it can get it. anybody <laughs> Like, I think I had family members that got him, like, you'll be fine. Then Tom Hanks got You're him. You're like, like, oh, boy. Guys, we got to buckle down. <laughs> Tom and Rita are we can't leave. We can't quarantining. Lose we can't lose TH. No. We can't lose Gump. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I knew. So, uh, and then what? It started opening back up in July? We came back. Well, we had the riots down here. Um, that pushed us back a little bit on opening, which was May. I think we were back in June, like right at the beginning of June. Okay. That sounds about right. That's another one, the riots. Like, that's a season here. It was, May was the season of riots. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think it was like June, and we started slowly bringing people back in and slowly getting to back where we are now, which is Well, that's nice. good. Because there was nothing, I mean, there was no other 
I mean, there was no other mandatory shutdown. I know a lot of places sometimes would have... I don't think so. ...would have, like, issues with someone getting sick and they would have to yeah, for a while. Yeah, just a lot of those mask mandates and yeah. social distancing and having to pivot from what our, just our setup looked like, just making sure all of the tables were far enough apart. And oh, yeah, that's a not as bad, I think, for someone for, like, this place because it's, so, yeah. it's so wide open. But, yeah, some of those other places that I know, like, in Lakewood and Ohio City, like, the smaller, small-owned places, they're like, like, space out. Like, great, we can have five people in here. Total. <laughs> this right. is great. Yeah. So it's got a little nice because this is a big spot. Yeah. This is a really upstairs, big spot. We have a downstairs. So, yeah, it's much bigger than you realize as you walk by. <laughs> No, I agree. It is. When you walk in, it's really, really big. Then you have the downstairs yep. tap room, which mm-hmm. is the exact, I mean, I mean, square footage wise, it's just it's as big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's where you do like your events and things yeah, like that. Yeah, we do the majority of our events down there. Outside of like the Fatheads, it's on 71. Is this one of the bigger ones in the city? Oh, that's a good question. It's uh, kind of going be. through my head. I mean, Masthead's Saucy's pretty, pretty big. big, aren't Saucy. they? Saucy's big, but they don't have a private event space. Yeah, Saucy, because Saucy's a good size, but, like, you have this size, and then downstairs, and then downstairs the same size. And they have, like, a little upstairs, but they don't have... Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But I guess yeah. that's for, like, events and stuff, mostly. Yeah, they have, like, a smaller that overlooks. Oh, if you count the uh, that little parking lot thing that they have, then, too. Maybe oh, that, too, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget about that, because mm-hmm. it is a parking lot. They haven't done much with it yet. Well, this is either way, top three for sure. The only yeah. one I could think would be bigger is Fatheads because that's Fatheads a is gigantic huge. warehouse. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Well, that's good. I do like that. So um, you said you've been here since the beginning, right? Jason? That's right. Yeah. Since, since the beginning. You mm-hmm. too? No, I started in um, August of 2019. So, yeah, so it was really, really fun being an events manager. So you really and couldn't then, get going. <laughs> and then being like, like, I run yeah. the events. We don't have any events. We don't have any. <laughs> we <laughs> will not have any more helpful. events. Yeah. So I got a tiny little taste, and then we started all over again. <laughs> oh, that's awful. It really is. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. everyone is still safe, and having to shut business off for a little while, I guess, isn't too bad. Yeah. I always found just, ways to uh, to try to keep business going a little bit for a little while. We were, were selling thousands butter. of crowlers for a little while. Yeah, you were the, the last man standing. And, like, dirt cheap, we had to be losing money, because it was, like, <laughs> like $3 for a crowler, and you could get... Uh, $3.33. Like <laughs> yeah, so the smart people got the... Um, uh, the old fashioned, which is like 16% alcohol, uh, barrel aged beer, and you get like a 32 ounce of that for three bucks. They just load up it's on like those. Giving it away at that point. Well, that's yeah. how we had the. That's how we coped with the. Like I, that's we, I did that. I mean, April of 2020 as a blur. <laughs> I think just, it was for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. You know, I most of it, like a lot of us weren't working. I wasn't working, and you know, looking for a job that was just pointless. Nobody was hiring. Mm-hmm. So like around two o'clock every day, I'm like, well, I've cleaned, I've done all the laundry, worked <laughs> yeah. out. I had three drink. kids at home. <laughs> it was great fun being a teacher during that time. I was like, I need you to oh go back God. to school. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you got, you had two kids. I have three, three. Christ. Okay. <laughs> right. The one, Apologies. Is, <laughs> the one is little, but uh, the other two are school age and, uh, was, I'd like to never do that again. Mad yeah, my, respect uh, to teachers. My buddy Andre Knott from uh, the Cleveland Indians, he was uh, he and I would like text when all this is going on. And he's like, hey, man, I got to get going. I have to teach an art class. I'm like, what? Yep. He's like, that's what they were doing. He's like, my kid has an art class and I'm teaching it. I'm like, your kid's going to suck at art. It's, sure. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> I got a call. We would have them like do their stuff in their room. And I got a call from the school. And they're like, hey, your son is not in class. I'm like, um... <laughs> Well, he's here. He had just, like, turned his entire thing off and was just... I was like, the school just called. This is so embarrassing. Can you please turn your camera back on and go back to class on your laptop? That I would wouldn't be, be in class. If I was a kid, 
And I was like, well, my phone's right here with games, <laughs> or I can or, learn math. Yeah. In a class that I know no one's paying attention. Yeah, that, that's it was, it was kind a of hard a time. Point. It was a hard time. Parents did not do well. We just we didn't. <laughs> no, no. Well, and again, that's not a indictment of parents. No one did well. I'm pretty sure we all just omitted that year. Like, oh, if you yeah. were in fifth grade in 2020, you're still in fifth grade. I don't care what grade you're in now. <laughs> right, you're a whole year behind. Yeah, you, you, we all spent, we all were held back one year, whether we want to believe it or not. For sure. <laughs> so things kind of open up, start going again. Yeah. So from an event standpoint, so, you know, you're downtown, you got a nice little spot in downtown. Mm-hmm. You got the doors that open up, which everyone loves, especially yep. in Ohio, because we have four months of Our little weather. faux patio, it's, it's helpful when the I like those. Nice. I like yeah. those, mm-hmm. those garage doors or the window, yeah, big, nice. the yeah. big panel windows that open yeah. up like that. I love those. That's it's where, great. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of times we'd come in here and not stay because we couldn't sit right by the window. We get a lot of, it fills up so much up there and then they're like, eh. That's where almost works. Yeah. And especially we want to like, be by the sunlight. I'm like, I yeah, get it. Yeah, we do. Because we don't get a lot of it. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> That's our drug. That's it our is. four. We're all addicted to the sun Literal for, vitamin for four D. months. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're also vitamin D deprived around here. Yeah, super. Yeah, super I don't think people understand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, I never used to subscribe to the, the, the seasonal depression thing, but I think mm. it's legit. It's, it's a thing. Because now I'm just so, even today, I mean, it's 50 degrees, but the sun's out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait. This thing is so <laughs> exciting. Hello, sunshine. Just to go outside. So I'm excited for that. That's kind of my favorite anyway, is like when it's sunny, but a little cool still. I do too. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I need little 65. Window I mean, if it hits 65, that's t-shirt shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, then you like, you know, talk to like my, my family or friends in Florida you know, that's yeah. nuclear winter to them. Yeah. You know, they're like, it's so cold, it's 63. I'm like, I just went swimming. I mean, when I was <laughs> I working up at the, uh, at the main brewery up in Lakewood, New York, like for there is like when it hits 40 degrees, everybody's in shorts. Because oh, it's yeah. been like, you know, 15 has been the regular for like the last oh, four yeah. months. So. Oh, no, that's, yeah. Like even like, yeah, It's like, like here, but like just a little bit colder all the time. Yeah, but that's, but that's very, very doable when it's, yeah, when we're walking around and it's 15 degrees, which is kind of like a normal... And then it hits like 43. You're like, oh, my God, this is yeah. beautiful. This is <laughs> tropical. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. Are we going to go to the park? <laughs> Even the dogs. Our dogs are dumb, too. Like, <laughs> like, like wow. my dog is just like, it's like 44. Let's go mm-hmm. outside. Let's we just gotta, gotta let's get soak it in. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, so you, you started in the, the main one in New York? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in November 2014, moved up there uh, from Tennessee. So it was quite a climate shock. Uh, oh yeah, that's a real kick in the teeth if you're uh, yeah. used to that. <laughs> yeah, did the uh, the shift brewer slash cellarman rotation uh, through like second and third shift for a few years, and then uh, then I got to do what they called the innovation brewer. I think I should remember. I don't. Uh, but uh, I mostly worked on like the the Blackwater series, okay. you know, like our dessert beers, the uh, dessert stouts, the creme brulee, and cherry cordial, and all those uh, until they offered me the job here in 2018. Nice. Yeah. So you're from Tennessee. Are you from here? I'm from here, yeah. Okay. So you've, you've lived this lifestyle for your entire life. I'm still not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Going from 86 at my house on Thursday to, you know, snow yesterday. I think I, it's supposed to be like 82 tomorrow. I'm so, I'm just over it. Like, I just, I, just pick a, pick I a season. I think there was hail like three days ago. There was. I was and mad. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like 80 this week. Like, pretty sure I saw like, snow flurries like yesterday. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. a, it depends where what part of Cleveland you live in. Like it's just different no matter what. Like I'm a far west sider. You know, people don't get that if they're not from here too. Like thirty mile like a thirty minute drive is mm-hmm. like ten degrees. It is. I'm, I'm from Akron originally and we'll go to see like my mom who's still down there and we'll just forty minutes south. It's crazy. And it's fifteen degrees warmer You're and it's like, sunny and wow. like fuck. 
Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you ended up here 2018, everything mm-hmm. kind of opened up. So let's talk about just really like the, well, first I want to talk about just how you kind of fit in and how you kind of saw yourselves like like right now. Because mm-hmm. Cleveland, I mean, Ohio in general, Cleveland for sure is a, is a food and cocktail and beer city. Yeah. I yeah, lost definitely. count, but there's got to be 40 breweries in the city. There's so many breweries. Yeah, and I don't mean that so in a many. bad way. No, yeah. Like, cause, it's like, fun, there's 40 they chose, and they don't yeah. close. <laughs> no. Like, it's not like 40 and someone's like, oh, they're not all going to make it. I'm like, no, are they all going to make it? Some of them are doing really well. Because no, we fun. love drinking. Who's that comedian that did those, um, those like, Cleveland commercials? They're, like, really old now, but... Polk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah he had yeah, some yeah. joke but about there's, uh, there's the more breweries one. than people now. Yeah, and there's the... There is. One. Yeah. I yeah. can only think of one that closed in the... Because I've moved, been up here eight years. There was a Portside, uh, which was, I think, more like in the flats. Mm-hmm. But okay. I think it was just... In, but, I mean, I, just no one knew where it was. It was just kind of yeah. off the beaten path, and you didn't really know where it was unless you went there. But the place was cool. It was more of a bar than a brewery. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. that's the only one that I can think of. It was Portside Brewing that closed. Yeah. I don't think anything else has. Besides platform. Well, no, yeah. that may not. I don't think that was due to, you know, people not drinking. No, <laughs> no. quite the opposite. Yeah, it was, it was much other things. Unfortunately, I know some of the people that work there and, and like the Funkin' Ship guys who were yeah. awesome. And yeah. they actually, they got new gigs already. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, it was really cool to see the like brewery community kind of come together was, for them. Yeah, the plat, well, before they took down the comments, the, the, um, the comment page was just flooded with so and so's hiring, so and so's hiring. Mm-hmm. I think Fatheads grabbed some of them. My buddy ended up at Bookhouse. We we uh, tried to help place some of them. If yeah, we, it's, it was like the best we could. It just same thing, kind of reached out to them. No, like, it was great. It was just like, well, another hey. reason why it's good. There's so many breweries. Yeah, there's <laughs> ample jobs to go around. But think about that, like how, and that I think that lays into the kind of city it is. Yeah, one, it definitely supports its its businesses for sure. Mm-hmm. Because they're just like, all right, the pandemic, I'm not working, but I should still buy all the beer. So I'll get these $3 growlers that'll cripple me for a week mm-hmm. because it's like 16%. But they, you know, even through the pandemic, I mean, thank God there were some. I, I'm not discounting that some did go down, but I mean, I was surprised by how many didn't actually go out of business. Yeah. yeah. So especially like the smaller places. So mm-hmm. I'm glad about that. So again, okay, so everything kind of gets going. So again, how do you see your like southern tier like in like in the mix because you i'll throw you guys some compliments and things that i actually think is true but i want to hear kind of like what you think about you how you fit into like the beer the food and the the kind of the hospitality part of cleveland do you want to take it first if i I mean uh okay uh i mean we were a little worried about how we would be accepted at first since we you know we're we're not from coming yeah coming out of new york since you're not a cleveland base yeah yeah yeah. that occasionally uh no, yeah. it seemed like everyone was like really welcoming. People have yeah. been really cool. Uh, we have a, I mean, we every relationship we've made with breweries has always been oh, uh, the brewery super relationships. They're friendly just so it's such a good community. I, we've tried I've to make heard our a lot of really good compliments of like the, the different brewers too, mm-hmm. and different breweries. It's just it's so it's not competitive at all, and it's just really cool to connect with all of them um, and have them be so welcoming. Mm-hmm. So I guess when an employee walks by, can I tell them to shut up because we're recording? Yeah. Yeah, oh, go for that'd it. Fuck, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, hey, what's your name? Hey, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It no, they deserve it. No, no, go for it. It adds to the authenticity of the, the, the on-location brewery <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, as, as, as for how we like fit in, I guess maybe something in between like a fairly big brewery like uh, Great Lakes and like a more micro one because we have the large brands we can bring in from outside the state. Yeah. And then I'm always, you know, trying to keep at least four Cleveland exclusive beers brewed here. Uh, so you get a little bit of kind of the best of both worlds is... 
I, ideally what we're trying to do anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think that that, I think that helps a lot. There's a, and this is from a, a just a beer drinker, a brewery fan that just likes that. The the places that I like are kind of like what you just described. Mm-hmm. And I think you know Great Lakes is kind of like the OG of like mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the Cleveland City, but they have I think a pretty good blueprint. And you guys have a very similar kind of like vibe in terms of how you do that. Is they have like their flagship beers you can get all the time, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily in every single you know grocery store or, yeah. or things like that. But, you know, they have, like, the, the standards, and then they have the seasonal ones. And you have a lot of – we were talking about this again right before we recorded, is that you always have the the ones that we can count on, and then the, you switch it up for, like like you said, Cleveland-centric yeah, yeah. ones. And mm-hmm. then I think that that helps a lot, especially with the crowd. Because everyone's so finicky with their beer now, too. Yeah. We have a pretty good yes. mix between our 30-some tap handles, which is nice. That's the other thing, too. <laughs> yeah. so, and I've had multiple guests complain – not complain. Not, not <laughs> complain about beers. you guys. It's – they're just like, what's going on with all the IPAs? I understand so you have a lot of IPAs, IPAs, but you go to some places, and I won't name. There's one in particular that mm-hmm. I like them, and I'll, I'll always you know support them. But I mean, if they have 20 beers on draft, like 19 of them are IPAs. And I'm not an IPA <laughs> drinker, so I stray away. From I like those them, places. but I also like options. Like I want, yeah. I like the places that have. Especially if you're going to try and get a flight, I don't want a flight of all IPAs. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> no. I like IPAs, but I also would like a good lager. I'd like a porter. I'd like mm-hmm. a stout. I'd like a an, a red ale, an amber, a, yeah. something that's a little a brown ale. Yeah. You know, then those really, 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 really high ABV ones, <laughs> just in case it. I'm in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. I uh, like yeah. We do try to keep a variety, but we sort of. Yeah, I kind of found our specialization is in having several IPAs and, like, several dessert stouts. It's kind of like... And, yeah. of course, yeah. Pumpkin. I mean, Pumpkin is built all of this. Pumpkin is... Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The source of all this money. <laughs> oh, that's is huge. The power. That's huge. That's one of my favorite times of year is in... Um, uh, in uh, Lakewood, where I live, down the street, is this place, uh, Rosie's Winehouse. And every October, they have just a pumpkin beer, mm-hmm. like little just tasting. Yeah. And it's not a big place. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than the room that we're in right okay. now. But I swear to God, 100 people cram in there. And it's, I know, I, I mean, everyone that has a pumpkin beer is there and they run out real quick. It's a lot of fun. But that's, that's a cool. big, yeah, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. But of course, a lot of those pumpkins are also pretty high in alcohol. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you have to walk there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pace yourself. Yeah. What about, um, so when you're trying to determine the, like in, in Jay's, you had said mm-hmm. like about brewing, like you have like the, 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 the seasonal ones, the kind of specialty ones, which I want to talk about mm-hmm. uh, in a little bit too, but then also your process for the standard ones. And by standard, it means the ones that you have all year round yeah. and yeah. then your seasonal ones. How do you, and this is a loaded question, but how do you juggle that? So, uh, do you mean me or like? Um, well, really, I guess Southern kind of both and, of you because, kind of like what we mentioned earlier, you know, if like say you have a seasonal one and maybe you run out of like one of your seasonals really, really fast, so it's doing well, so you mm-hmm. want to make another one, but you also can't lose the standard stuff like the yeah. pumpkins and like the, the ones that are always on tap. Yeah, yeah. And then you have maybe a schedule of something else, and maybe you want to release something else. How do you kind of juggle that? And is juggling the right word? <laughs> Uh, it's probably a good word for it, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a bit different if you're talking about me or you're talking about uh, the production brewery up in New York. Because uh, up in New York, there's definitely there's a lot more... Uh, I mean, they obviously get, getting feedback from uh, people who sell the beer, grocery stores and distributors, and 
I think especially distributors is mostly how it works. Uh, don't quote me on this because it's never been my job to handle this part of it. But uh, you know, it's a recording. You are quoted. Oh so. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they, yeah, distributors will report you know how much they're selling of certain beers and how much demand they're getting from. Uh, bars and restaurants and grocery stores and so on and then they'll make projections based on that and brew based on that and then the next year you know adjust accordingly uh, and then when you have free space in the middle you try to you know squeeze in a new experimental beer and put that out and see what people think of it uh, and it's a much more uh, organized process for them than it is for me uh, because I'm just one person and I'm you know only have these four tanks that I can fill at any given time uh, but like you said, yeah, we have to balance, like say here, the ones that became really popular and I have to keep on tap as much as possible would be like the, the Praise the Haze, which is our hazy IPA, and the Legacy Lager, which is just a Vienna lager slash kind of a Mexican lager. Uh, and then in between those, try to uh, fill in like, just try to keep it variety most of the time, try to have like a, a sour on, try to have uh, some kind of dark ale. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the sours have gotten more popular in the last couple of years, too. Oh, definitely. They're, they're really, 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 really popular. And that's what I was talking about, like finicky beer drinkers. Like, I think there's – and for me, I know sour is a beer, but I always took those as like – it's like a beer for people that don't like beer. <laughs> yeah. Because I've never really liked sours that much. Yeah. Uh, there are some that I do like. If you've ever been to, like, Urban Artifact in Cincinnati, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty much all, like, beers like that. So I don't – like a lot of them, but it's in like an abandoned church and it's got yeah, like, yeah. It's, I've been, it's, it's on my list. It's a really, really cool place. Even yeah. if you don't like the beer, stop by just to yeah. hang out. Cause I stayed there for a little while even, and I just kind of wolf down some of those just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm more like the, the, the traditionals. I love like the, you guys have a great lager mm -hmm. and I always thought lagers were difficult because I always feel like most of them end up tasting like Bud Light, which is, Hey, really kind of like in with what's going on now. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you do have a good lager. I do love that. And I've told you, I love the red ale. I, Oh, I so love get, red yeah. ales in general, mm -hmm. but you guys have a very good Irish red. Yeah. And obviously your new haze is good. You have a lot of really good ones. I think that's what helps you guys a lot. Mm -hmm. Do you do distribution too? Like are you, or is that going to be handled strictly in New York? Like do you have to also account for distribution in stores or stores like around here? Uh, so out, out of the yeah. tap room here? Uh, we have, but just uh, on the small scale and mostly just directly scale. to restaurants. Yeah, mostly uh, it's handled out of uh, Lakewood. Yeah, we've done to the we sold to the Winking Lizard. We sold to like Top Golf, okay. mm -hmm. uh, places like that, um, and that's mostly like our sales rep goes out and makes those uh, you know makes those relationships and so on, and we sell through our distributors. Uh, but it's it's much much lower scale than what comes out of New York, obviously. No, that it's probably better. I mean, you don't want to add that. Like you said, I mean, there's four four tanks here, mm -hmm. which. I don't know if that's a lot or a little for brewers, but I see <laughs> some breweries that have one, you know, or, or yeah, two yeah, yeah. at the most, because a lot of them are a lot smaller. But if you have to add distribution to, to I mean, again, beer yeah. drinkers are plentiful here. So if you have to add stores on top of everything mm -hmm. else, too, that's another another it drains uh, piece it takes of pretty the puzzle. quickly if you yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your uh, so I mean, how did you get into brewing? Uh, man, so I feel like it's not a great story because i <laughs> i right, we'll skip it what do you got <laughs> no, of course it's so not a well, story. i mean so uh yeah so i dropped out of college and uh oh okay, I got <laughs> mic down got it got it <laughs> uh i was going to ut for a while and then stopped going to ut and uh needed kind of something to fill my time so i got into home brewing as a hobby 
you know, just like doing it in plastic buckets and stuff. Yeah. Uh, making, in hindsight, really, really terrible beer. Uh, but there was a <laughs> local... <laughs> I've a, made some terrible beer, don't I? <laughs> I mean, we were so excited about it at the time, like making that IPA, and then in hindsight, you know, after I had been trained on off flavors, I'm like, oh, it had like all those off flavors. Oh, I had big eyes. <laughs> every every one single, of them. <laughs> every single beer I made tasted exactly the same. Right. If yeah. I made a porter, a lager, an IPA, it all They were all infected like with the shit. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just terrible. Uh, but yeah, but there was a local brewery in Knoxville, Tennessee uh, called Sawworks Brewing Company. And they just, like, posted an ad saying they're looking for volunteers. And uh, so I went out there and met with the head brewer. And he basically said, yeah, we're brewing uh, tomorrow morning. If you show up at 6 a.m., I'll start teaching you how to make beer. Uh, so I did that, and I was uh, volunteering there for uh, at least a year while I was also working at Outback Steakhouse. Because <laughs> uh, they couldn't pay me yet, so I was just volunteering and, like, basically getting free education, though. And eventually they were like, hire me on a little bit as a bartender there, and then eventually pay me as a brewer. Uh, so I did that for, I want to say, at least two years. And that was a pretty, I mean, bigger brewery than here. I'm, a, I'm on a seven-barrel system, and they had like a 25-barrel. Uh, oh, wow. Really, really old style, too. Like, it was like uh, brick-lined equipment and stuff. It was, uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but like, this is all stainless steel, and theirs was like old-fashioned British stuff. Uh, but did that for a couple years until they had to lay the brewing staff off. Not because the beer was bad, but because it was a very badly managed company. <laughs> uh, We've seen one of those recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got lucky, you know, Southern Tier was looking for people at that time. Answered a pro brewer ad, and uh, within a couple weeks, I was living in New York. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I mean, not the weather. Sorry about that. But what was, no, the, name, yeah, what was yeah. the name of the brewery? Uh, Sawworks, because it was an old sawmill. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have heard of that. Okay. They were called, uh, oh, you have heard of them? I have, yeah. Really? Nobody's well, ever the, heard of them the before? The logo, like I've seen the logo Oh, okay. I've never met somebody outside of Knoxville who's <laughs> heard of them before, so that's well, cool. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, just like visiting places like, not, I mean, yeah. that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I've been there, mm -hmm. obviously I've been to Knoxville, I've been to, and I know I've seen the logo, and I, mm -hmm. I do, I Every time I go somewhere, the first thing I do is, what's the best brewery in the city? Yeah, yeah. Some of them I know right Yeah, some of them I know right away. Although, if you got to know them after 2014, it would have been in, an entirely different company with the same branding. So, oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, all, no. all the bad things I have to say is not about them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, uh, yeah. Every, anytime, I, anytime I go to a new city, and some of them I don't have to, like when I go to Columbus, I know where mm -hmm. I want to go. I want to yeah. go to, I love Seventh Sun. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think it's a cool place to hang out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what's the other one down there? Hoofhearted. My wife really likes that. The that food. one, I, we like that one. Yeah, my I wife like really one. likes that one. It's like, got really, really good food. It's just like a cool The food place. is good. The food is it's very good. good. Yeah. But then I like Seven Sun just because I like the... I don't know if I've been there. Oh, it's great. It's, all, it's a... Yeah. It's... I don't know if this makes sense, but it's a it's a brewery feel. Like Hoofhearted's more like a restaurant. It is, yeah. Uh, Seventh Sun is very much a brewery. Like oh, it just wow. looks like a... They put a barrel in the ground and then just built shit around it. It, was, it looks like a brewery. Um, uh, so I felt uh, really dumb when I first heard of that brewery because I also pronounce it hoof-hearted, so I did not get the joke for a long time because it's supposed to be hoof-hearted. Yeah. Hoof-hearted. Oh, yeah. I still, yeah. And I, and I know the joke. <laughs> and I'm just like, hoof-hearted. They're like, yeah. that's not, like, just don't, don't correct like, me. Like the heart of a cow? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have, um, so, okay, then you moved up here and got started. So yeah. the, um... I mean, how has it, it kind of, like, evolved over the last couple of years? I mean, take the pandemic kind of mm -hmm. shit out of the way. But, again, Cleveland, I think, in general, specifically, and I'm sure it isn't like other big cities and not even big cities. I think more like sports 
sports. Uh, <laughs> Not twice. Sorry, someone just ran into me in the wall. Others oh, <laughs> yeah, throwing kegs around the hallway right kegs. now. That's where I came in because I got locked out. <laughs> so I went through where all the kegs were coming in. Why? Um, but yeah, like the, I think also like the, the the beer and the sports cities, like the real like like the Boston's. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia for sure mm-hmm. like those places are just different Cleveland for sure like those places are just different so what have you seen just like going back to like you know saw works like mm-hmm. now like outside of just the the growth of like craft yeah. brewing like what else has kind of changed like or evolved uh, I mean obviously trends have changed over time and some of them have been like cyclical like some things that people really loved and then really got sick of and now they're suddenly everybody wants them all over again like, like, like what as an example uh like belgians and black ipas and even sours got like a little popular for a second then kind of dipped and now they're like really popular uh, that makes sense because i am a big fan of a black mm-hmm. ipa or a black lager for some reason yeah. i'm just fascinated by it mm-hmm. oh west coast ipa is another one so like yeah. everybody was west coast ipa for a while you know like really bitter and clear IPAs, and then for the last several years, it's been hazies, and now West Coast seems to be sort of like pushing back up a little bit. People want those again. I think hazies too. I think hazy might be in the same realm as like the the, the sours, because mm-hmm. a lot of the hazies they have like a juicier, citrusy yeah. taste to it. Mm-hmm. I got so a lot of hazy the, IPA. Yes. So <laughs> so like when people like maybe don't like beer as like a lager as much, yeah, yeah. a hazy IPA mm-hmm. can almost taste like not fruity. It's not the right word, but it doesn't taste as much like beer. Some of the heavier, more citrusy flavors. I think people really like that. And then that's yeah. when you see like the, I mean, really for some of these, like the explosions of uh, what's the, uh, what's the, the, the blueberry one that Fatheads has? Oh, uh, Bumbleberry. Bumble Every single sorority girl that my, that Me I've known in the that, last yeah. five, six years. <laughs> so like, Do you like the, uh, the Bumbleberry? I'm like, I, it's good. I can't have a lot of them, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, that is one. I mean, you drink that. That doesn't taste like a lot like beer. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, doesn't. It tastes like juice. Yeah, it does. It tastes like <laughs> juice. But I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's, like that is something that's changed because, like, uh, at least, at least I can only talk about the people that I kind of came up brewing around. But a lot of them were like really, really against anything that didn't just taste like beer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas that's branched out a whole lot more. Oh yeah. Um, and like me personally, like I'm not a huge fan of like uh, like the really flavored sweet stuff because that's just like a person. I don't really like sweet beers all that much. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, but like I love like fruited gozas. I make them all the time. Yeah. Uh, I love fruited sours. Uh, I love like. Our most recent one has habaneros, which is my first attempt first at using spice, pepper, yeah. which I think it came was, out pretty it decent. Out good. It turned out real uh, good. Oh, like the spicy beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or spicy beer. Those are, those are so impressive to me. They, they really are. Like there you, is you a. You did a really good job of balancing the heat. I don't know who. Yeah. Cause Thank I you. Because it was a total shot in the dark. I didn't know what I was it, doing. You definitely <laughs> you figured it out. It was but good. Those are just like anything like that where you're actually making a beer taste like something that's not necessarily a beer. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's there's one, and it was I'd probably. 12 years ago, 13 years ago, when I was living in Akron, I came across it. I was at a bar in downtown Akron, and I'm, I always like to try something new. If I haven't had it, I'll always mm-hmm. ask like the bartender or the waiter, like, what is it like? And there's this one beer called Wells, and uh, it's like this dark lager, and it's called Wells Banana Bread. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I and I, was like, I guess I'm familiar. I couldn't remember a second. Well, they're like, uh, and the guy's like, well, it's like a banana bread beer. I'm like, well, what does it taste like? He's like, it tastes like banana bread. <laughs> I'm like, that's not possible <laughs> I'm like bring it over yeah. it tastes like banana bread that's crazy it's and then i was like really into banana bread beer for like a month <laughs> but i'd like i'm actually like working that. on one that's probably going to be pretty much like banana bread that'll be out uh end of may beginning of june which one uh i just submitted the name it's gonna be uh my secret vice spelled like vice beer oh yeah. this is the first i'm hearing about that's exciting Breaking, breaking, breaking news. news. <laughs> Do not email me later and say we weren't supposed to talk about that. We're good. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how Wells did it. Like, I don't know if they just did it with, like, you know, Reinheitsgebot of, you know, certified uh, ingredients or if they just use, like, a banana flavor. But uh, I'm so dumb. I just think they made beer and threw banana bread in it. <laughs> they very well might have. I, I knew at one time, and I just cannot remember anymore how they did it. Uh, but this one just going to be like, you know, making a beer that has like a bready malt character and then using yeast that creates that isoamyl acetate, yeah. that banana flavor. Yeah, it's, I mean, and I don't know if they make any other beer. I am, I have never heard of, <laughs> I've never, I, yeah, I've never heard of another beer I've by Wells. I've never heard of anything else they did. All I know is that they made, I don't know if it's just a banana bread brewery that only makes that one. Just a banana bread just brewery. somewhere. <laughs> there's eating, there's this weird group of people that only drinks banana bread beer and <laughs> eats banana bread and that's their diet. <laughs> That's what I think that is. I've never seen anything else from them. But it was really good. Now I'm excited about that because as much as I don't know anything else about them, I'll grab one of those. They sell them in four packs wherever I see them. So, good. That's exciting. I I always thought that, and you'll again obviously know this, like the trial and error of things like that. So if you're making experimental beer or however you want to call it, I mean... (laughs) You obviously, you, I assume you have to start on kind of like a smaller scale because you don't want to throw out an entire barrel if someone does it wrong. But I mean, that's why I've always been kind of fascinated. Like again, with like loggers and and you know porters, things like that. There's almost there's just decades of mm-hmm. not necessarily that you're copying or something like that, but you at least kind of know the blueprint of like how yeah. to make a yeah. lager and then you kind of make it your own. But when you start throwing in like the the habanero ones mm-hmm. or like the blueberry ones mm-hmm. or ones that really like some of these other ones that are like peanut butter stouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that just you have to just start on like a like a really small scale and just and then just do the the uh, like the math and the uh, the the the, what am I percentages and calculations (laughs) differently? Uh, That's definitely how they do it up in New York. Um, So their main system is 110 barrels, and so that's when the full production beers go into that. But uh, if they have like two smaller sizes, so if you're like really not sure about an idea, they make it on the two barrel system first and let the the staff try it, and if if that uh, is a success, or if they have at least a moderate amount of confidence in the idea, they'll do it on like the 25, 30 barrel system. And uh, that's good, scale it up to the 110. Okay. Uh, here though, I've just been going straight to seven barrels every time. Uh, just cause- <laughs> Cause he's so good. I mean, you know, I just, I just do my research and I talk to people before and I, you know. Well, I'm sure you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, I'm, I'm picturing that conversation where someone's making a banana bread beer mm-hmm. and they don't do it on a smaller scale. I'm like, let's just do this. I mean, we know what we're doing. And then it comes out and they're like, way to go, Jason. That tastes fucking terrible. Yolo. <laughs> this was supposed to be banana bread. It tastes like dirt. <laughs> good news. We have I mean, seven barrels of it. <laughs> not everyone is a hit, but we haven't made anything that was like dump worthy. Yeah. Well, one, but that was a, that was a mechanical issue. That wasn't a recipe issue. Our very first <laughs> beer that we made here. Uh, I just think it's funny. I hope it doesn't. Well, okay. Actually, screw those uh, people who put this place together. They were terrible. It's know fine. It. Uh, <laughs> They're not here. Yeah. Uh, basically, some people uh, put some equipment together wrong uh, that oh. we hired. And so we uh, went to tap the first brown ale that I made. And the, so the line was, like, packed with cleaner. So we just cleaned the lines. And instead of the beer coming to the tap, the, queen, the cleaner went into the beer. And oh, so we had, I don't uh, think I knew that story. Caustic beer, which <laughs> Ooh, best case scenario, beer, best case scenario would taste like seawater. Worst case scenario uh, would kill you. So we had to, had to dump that and start over again. <laughs> so you t- come enjoy what we have on tap. <laughs> so you taste that? Do you just like look around like should I tell everyone that the first one I made here tastes like Clorox? <laughs> no, no, no. We just, like we realized immediately what happened and nobody nobody drank it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that we know of. But like I've done like you know um, up in New York they would do and I, I assume they still do. 
uh, they like train pretty much everyone in the staff who's up for it uh, on like how to on like sensory training, so you can taste all the very common off flavors to be able to notice something before it goes out to the okay. public. And so we did one with caustic, and it like uh, some chemical reaction like creates uh, sodium chloride, it creates like table salt, and so it'll taste like seawater. So that's what I was saying. Like, if it's just a tiny bit, worst case scenario, it tastes like seawater. But if it's a ton, it'll like dissolve your taste buds off your tongue. So I just I'm picturing like. <laughs> It's your first brew ever, and everyone's trying to be welcoming, and then yeah, everyone yeah. gathers around to try your first brew, and they all take a sip, and like, oh, and then someone looks at the, the other, Kool-Aid. like, this new guy sucks. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Thankfully, that that didn't happen. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, but yeah, like we'll have some beers that are, uh, you know, not a hit, but you you learn from that. Uh, but besides that one mistake, nothing's. We haven't had anything that we actually had to just dump an entire batch or anything. Okay. Do you well? Do you like? I mean, do you have freedom to kind of like mix and just try some new things? Well, especially with other, because you see a lot of like collaborations yeah. with other yeah. brewers. And that's like, you know, Haley, you were mentioning about just, you know, other brewers being so welcome. Yeah, into, we have to, a mm-hmm. lot of freedom here, which is really nice to kind of. That's nice, being able yeah, to yeah. collaborate with yeah. other ones. Yeah, collaborate. Like we did an, a collaboration with the Natural History Museum a couple years ago. That's how Legacy Lager came to be. Um, and the yep. name stuck. So we have the ability to do that and to get creative and innovative. Um, and he does mm-hmm. a really good job of making some of that come to light. Yeah, so there was the, was the one with um, Natural History Museum. That was their 100th anniversary. Yeah. That's why it's There's called Legacy Logger. Yeah, they, uh, they named it. It was cool. And we did one with the Women's Aviation Museum. Is that what they're yeah, called? Yeah, last year we did the International Women's Air and Space Museum. We did last year. Yeah. Amelia Beerhart for our... We always do a Women's Day beer, so last year we yeah, the Pink Boots uh, partnered Society with club. them and did a really cool release party downstairs. And then we did one with Ryan Geist. With Ryan Geist, mm-hmm. yeah. Mommy Beerist. Mommy Beerist. I named both of those now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. The only ones I've ever named. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, well, yeah, and that was that was for Mother's Day, that Mommy Beerist yep. one. That's the best part about up. this city. We will take any holiday and we'll turn it into We'll a, turn it into a drinking <laughs> holiday. Like, what is it? Arbor Day? We can get something together for yeah. that. <laughs> There's and, some name around that oh, one. Oh, that'd be a great day to do a spruce tip beer. See? See, look at yeah. that. That's just that's just the way that we think <laughs> look now. Look what you just came it's up with. It's regardless of how mommy. I forgot the mommy dearest. <laughs> I forgot that was the name. Mommy dearest. Yep. Mommy dearest. But yeah, everything like you know, like you know, down with the, like the, the science center because I just did mm-hmm. the the uh, the beer tasting at the science center, which is which, so cool. It's such a great idea. It's the so only much thing fun. Is around ten o'clock though. I don't know if I'd want everyone touching all that stuff. Right. Yeah. That's what that I was, was thinking. It's my amazing only. to me that they let you just have free reign. Oh, when to I to do whatever you want, very I in, drunk. I walked in there at eight oh one, and uh, around ten twenty. Because I mean, and I mean, I know you said you were there. Yeah, I was there, yeah. I mean, those are not like a low beer. There's like six point five. There's some high and beers there. They don't even there. do that ticket bullshit anymore. They don't even pretend like they used to like hand <laughs> right. out like tickets. Mm-hmm. You don't even get a card. They don't care. They're no. like fifty dollars, all you can drink. Yeah, they never Have took fun. the tickets. And then this year, there's like, don't even waste the paper. We're obviously not going to take them. Just let everyone. And I walked in. I was waiting mm-hmm. for the tickets, and I was like, they finally <laughs> picked up on it. That it's no great. one's taking they, tickets. And like, they light you on fire there. Did you do that? Did you get lit on fire? Obviously, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so idiot? much fun. <laughs> we love that event. I but go I hit, every year. I hit like 10, 20, 10, 30. And I was like, I can't even stay here till mm-hmm. 11. No. And But then I'm, we started walking around and messing with this. There's I'm like, so many breweries there, though, and they're on three different floors. And it's like, how do you even? There had to be 60 different easily. breweries. Easily. And each one of those had anywhere from two to four different. Yep. And we tried, yep. tried to try every single one of them. There were some really good ones. I think ones we there. met the day after, and you're like, no, it I wasn't am the day up. after. 
I came in the day after because <laughs> I was just like, I can meet the day after. It's not gonna. Uh, and we met at like eleven. <laughs> you were like, well, like, you want to try anything? You're, You're like, like, absolutely can I get you not. A beer? I was like, fuck. I no. want water. <laughs> I'll have water, coffee, anything, pierogies, anything but alcohol. <laughs> But yeah, having a beer fest there like is a really cool idea. But I was thinking like, yeah, people are gonna like get really they're gonna get really clumsy and handsy and want to touch everything, which right? the people yeah. of having it there. It's but their third year doing. Surprised they didn't have someone there with like a fly swatter. Yeah, like, no, I yeah. think they've done three. Three, yeah. Yeah, I've done two for sure. I've done I've been mm-hmm. there three times, and I'm pretty sure I was there the inaugural year that they did it, and it was just like wow, they just set a bunch of adults free on the science yeah. center mm-hmm. and when i yeah and adults is a loose term like <laughs> i mean legal adults for legal. sure yeah yeah adults. but i mean I, and I was one of those loose term adults <laughs> i'm just like oh this is so much fun i'm like pulling yeah. that guitar trying to get people to take pictures of me and you know <laughs> just it just it's very very cool but at the same time when we got later i'm like i don't think we should be touching this shit <laughs> like, someone's just gonna fall off this or something like oh, that yeah. but yeah. It's, it's a really good idea and i love ones like that i like the one that they do at the guardian stadium yeah uh which is a lot of fun mm-hmm. it's i mean that one i think we've might participated be... in that one i haven't been to it but we have had a well you guys there. are always at at these you guys are at ones that are you know yeah outside we have the a whole city. Um, really I always see you guys. awesome sales team that is out there doing that yeah like there's a really big one in pittsburgh i think it's like the second largest one in the country and we have a tap room in pittsburgh too yeah. so yeah. you guys are at ever i've never been to a to a beer tasting anywhere and you guys weren't there yeah because, I mean, you're still... Yeah, they do a good well, job well, of covering well, kind of like what you said. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have kind of like the reach of a, a large-scale brewery, but still have a feel of a, like yeah, a exactly. local brewer. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that thought that was a great idea, bad idea. It was. <laughs> it was a great idea. I was like, I wouldn't want to work mm-hmm. at the Science Center while this oh, is trying to go on, but I want to yeah. be here for it. I mean, people just walking up to these poor, poor people working at the Science Center asking <laughs> stupid questions. And it's just crazy the amount, like, you see it when you're at the booth. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you're only on your third sample. And then an hour later, you're like, you're on your 33rd sample now. <laughs> There's, like, distinct just, stages of every beer oh, festival. Oh. Yeah. There's, like, the very beginning, everyone is, like... Kind of Polite. relatively quiet yes. and shy and stuff. And then they start drinking. Everybody's really excited to try different things. And they get really chatty. And, and then you get the people Then, that like, you hit, like, that last hour. And suddenly, like, everyone is beers, stumbling and glassy-eyed. And they're just right up in your face. And they yeah. want that specific beer. And they only want oh, that man. beer. And you're someone's like, crying. Mm-hmm. Someone's puking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people people aren't even asking for <laughs> specific. Like, I've been through these stages. I cried and puked in the moment. <laughs> and then they'll be, like, at the end, people aren't even asking for a specific beer. They're just, like, swaying, holding it out. Just, just put something in it. And they go, whatever. This is whatever. I'm like, I'm giving you a mix of all of those things. Here you go. I had, uh, um, yeah, I, I, we got to the point where I was like, we should leave when some guy ran up to me and just, he was really talking close and he kept asking questions that I think he thought was funny. And then he's like, I have a TikTok. I'm like, I don't care. And finally he <laughs> just, I kind of just put my hand on his shoulder and just kind of shoved him away. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> And oh, you then, always have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's kind of the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> but then I looked at my buddy. I mean, I'm, you know, we're both in our 40s. We're like, I don't want to get in a fight at the science center. You can't get in a fight at the science center. That's a new I just low. feel like I, I just don't... I, should, yeah. I shouldn't get in a fight in general, but I definitely shouldn't at the science center. Right. <laughs> it's like getting in a fight in, like, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And I'm like, there's kids here. Well, there were kids there, but still, it feels weird. Yeah. So, what, um, so what are your favorites? Like, what are your... Do you have, like, Southern to your favorites? Yeah. Uh, of my own stuff, I definitely like the brown ale. Uh, of Maine Southern Tier, I... Man, I really love the live. I wish we'd bring live back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's see. I usually go for like the 2X. Love the 2X. Yeah. Uh, 2X is good. Yeah. 
Let's see. The Harvest. I like the Harvest a lot. I like the ones that are like mostly kind of a balance of uh, malt and hops. And I don't know. I'm kind of, you know, I went through a phase where like when I was like first getting into beer and I wanted like all the different stuff and like the most extreme stuff possible. And then I feel like a lot of brewers have this where you go through that and then you kind of come back to like, I just like beer that tastes like beer. Uh, and you start to really appreciate lagers again where you used to like, you know, shit on lagers all the time. I've and done, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've circled back to lagers in the last like two years when I started finding ones that I thought tasted really, really yeah, good. Yeah. Like that are kind of unique. Um, there's a couple in the city that I think are really good. I think they're, that's why I stick to them when I find them because I do think a lot of them I taste and they all, a lot of them do kind of, to me, to me at least, kind of taste the same. So when I mm -hmm. find like a unique, good kind of tasting one, I really do yeah. stick with it. Even if it's even if it's out of the state and I just see it, I just grab it. Like my buddy uh, Alex, who runs Jukebox, mm -hmm. okay. um, he introduced me to Toppling Goliath, which I'd never had before in my life. But they have a really good, just kind of like, like pale ale that I just get every single time I see it. It's one mm -hmm. of my favorites. And then like in the city, it's the same thing. I think Jolly Scholar's got one. I mentioned your Vienna one's really, really good. Mm -hmm. But I do. I've, I've circled back to lagers and then same thing. I go in uh, like little spurts. Like I was really into Kolsch's for like four months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first moved to Cleveland, I was like everybody had a Kolsch. Yeah. I was surprised by that because it seemed like I'd never really seen that for a while. Mm. It's like. Saucy had a Kolsch, and it's uh, like everywhere I went had a Kolsch. Yeah, our Kolsch, what's the hardest one to make? For some reason, I've heard German ones are tougher. Uh, it's, it's things like a Kolsch and a Pilsner. It's like the really, uh, usually a lager, but something like smooth and really with like a delicate light flavor because yeah. you can't hide uh, off flavors that way. Any, any little imperfection is going to be like really obvious and magnified. Whereas if you have like a really strongly flavored dark beer or you have like a really hoppy beer, you can like mask a little bit of imperfections. Uh, but, you know. Pilsner is the one used to people say like that. If you can make a good Pilsner, then you're a good brewer. I so. yeah, that's another one that I think I, I when I come across a good one, I stick with it because I think a lot of them to me kind of taste, not bland or plain, but just mm -hmm. similar. Nothing really kind of stands out. Right. And it also might just be me psyching myself into thinking that, <laughs> like, because sure. I'm very susceptible to wanting to be liked. So like, if someone's like, "This is a really good lager," I'm going into that thinking I'm gonna like it. And right, I'm right. going to go back to that person that I like and be like, I liked it too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what do you think of me? <laughs> so. I try to go in as blank slate as possible. I try to like ignore hype and just, I don't know, just try each one on its own terms. Because, yeah. yeah, if you hype it up, you're going to be disappointed. If you think it's going to be bad, then sometimes you, you end up, I don't know, thinking it tastes worse than it actually does. Like, I don't yeah. know, pre preconceptions can, uh, can affect it a lot. I agree. That's why I thought Hamilton was super overrated. <laughs> I got Still in there, got done, it. and I was like... It was good. I, I probably would think it's overrated because of how much I've heard about it at this point. That's what happened to me. I, I was so excited. I was like, it's so good. I hear it's really good. And it got done. I was like, it wasn't bad. But everyone <laughs> can calm down talking about this. It wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what you mean about that, about mm -hmm. trying to do that. What about, like, like I guess, like, on, on like, the, the sales side? Like, does that kind of influence, not even just, like, events and trying mm -hmm. to get people in and things like that, but are you looking at... What's like we have like like themes like around like the the RBG beer which we'll get into next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do different stuff. Um, I don't handle a ton of that. We have um, a separate marketing team that does that. But yeah, we'll do different release parties and stuff, especially if it's something around like our International Women's Day or it's a collaboration or something like that. Um, Another great example of us. Let's yeah. let's salute RBG. Let's get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn that into anything. Yeah. It, and the beer is, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And I'm not, I am not a spice person at all. <laughs> I cannot no. handle spice, but this one. Oh man. One... Yeah. Funny story. So yeah, she's notorious <laughs> for like hating spicy food. And, uh, I was 
so how we did it, it's a, it's a goza, and then it's got, so it's a sour beer with like a tiny bit of salt in it. And uh, it's fruited, so we got like a few different fr- fruit purees in it. Which I love fruit, and to be fair. That's what I was, I was like, I will be okay. Yeah, yeah. And I will be brave. <laughs> and then in order to add the spice aspect, decided to go with uh, habaneros and basically just like pull a little portion of the beer into like a modified keg with like valves on it and stuff and steep the hot peppers in there and then mix a portion of that back into the main batch, you know, testing a little bit at a time till we got it just spicy enough. So I was bringing around samples to everybody, seeing what they thought of the different mixes. And then just for fun, I was like, hey, you guys want to try the undiluted right out of the keg version? And I handed it to her, and I don't know if she misunderstood what I said or something. No, I didn't. <laughs> but just threw it back, and then her eyes were like, oh, my God. It was. I felt that burn from the tip of my tongue down to my belly button. It was <laughs> so spicy. Uh, it was so spicy. Actually, I think maybe, like, now, since I've had it, since we've had it on tap, I'm like, this is not nearly as Like, I can drink it now. Cause well, because I what had you had, had was diluted, like, one oh, part that to, you like, ten me. parts. I mean, you looked undi- at me and like, you said, don't, please beer. don't do that. Yeah, that was the basic parts of it when you originally tried it. <laughs> yeah, so. he's like, okay, I guess you're drinking it. It's like, I just touched it to my tongue, but you threw that thing back. I so. threw it back. Um, it was spicy. Good it was very... Just jumping in, like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. I just it. wanted to try it. You, you should have just walked away, and everyone would be like, she's hardcore. <laughs> no, I started crying pretty quickly. <laughs> well, that <laughs> took away from the hardcore. streaming down my <laughs> eyes, reaching for anything to get the spice off my tongue. Which, yeah, so your, your hardcore label is forever gone. Like, that's, that's not an option for you anymore, but that's okay. Yeah. What are your favorites? I like, I like anything fruity. Yeah. We have a juice jolt that's on right now that's um, and a 2X it. juice jolt. It mm. literally tastes... Like a juice box. I don't know how else to describe it, but it tastes like a Capri Sun, but it is strong. Um, like the 2X, I think, is 9.5%. Does that sound uh, right? The 2, uh, I think so. Uh, I'm so, so bad at remembering the ABVs that you have my own beers. I'm just like, yeah, they're high or medium or low. Yeah, <laughs> it's higher. I think it's, I think it's around 9. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it is, though. But I, it's, know the, I know like the, the normal IPA is like 7, so it's, yeah. it's like 8 or 9. Yeah. yeah, I just know the absurdly high ones. Like I, those, I remember, and mm-hmm. I know like ones that I have to be careful like about. You gotta try like the if it's a Scotch jolt. ale, I don't have to look. I'm like, this is gonna be higher than other it's, beers. It's dangerous because it's higher and it tastes like a oh, juice yeah. box. You gotta, you gotta try it. It's you so ever good. had those? Those are wild. But you do have to, especially as you get a little older. You have to yeah. be like, it tastes like, so good, and you start Ooh. just throwing them down, yeah. and then you're like, wow, I, how am I gonna get home? Yeah, those fruity <laughs> ones or any and. We have Bold Rock, I was mentioning, um, under our umbrella company. So, like, their ciders are so good. We have a tangerine cider on right now. I love tangerine. It's delicious. Hey, I do too. That's why, you know, I like the, the mix of them to, to, to try new stuff. That, that's been the best part about the growth of it is something new is coming out. Like, I never thought there would be a, a habanero beer. Like, I never mm-hmm. a jalapeno yeah. beer. I never thought that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. It never even occurred to me. But I still got to get out there and try uh, Masthead's Habanero IPA. I hear really good things about it. I, I kept I, meaning to go before I made this and just never got around to it. It's Yeah, they have a jalapeno IPA. Yeah. And it's a, um, it is. It's good. It, but, again, it's, it's weird because when <laughs> you taste it, you're like, oh, my God, there is. There's, like, fiery kick at the end of that yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. You would hate it. Apparently. I would I would hate it because I'm a big baby. It's unbelievably, <laughs> so I would hate it. but it's just, it's just interesting. And, again, yeah. my stupid brain is just like, they just made a beer and threw a bunch of banana peppers in it. Like, I'm very dumb. <laughs> but, like, that's... Uh, that, that, I really don't remember. Stupid. They really might have added banana bread to that beer. I just can't remember. You oh, might I be right know. about that. Yeah. <laughs> you could have said anything. I would have, And I don't have a, a super intelligent audience. So, like, no one's going to be like... 
that's not the way it happens. They're all just like, I knew it. He's, they just throw bread in the beer. That's right. how I'm, it I'm just used out. to, I take like, it as fact. very zealous beer nerds fact-checking me on everything, so I'm just a little, you know. If any of them reach out, bases. I'll just like, don't, sh- shut up. <laughs> like, this isn't, <laughs> this yeah, isn't the just, platform. We're trying to enjoy ourselves here. Don't, don't, don't ruin this. Nothing well, against overzealous beer nerds. I, I was one for a long time. But yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I think you grow I'm, out of that a little bit. I'm overzealous. I just don't think I know enough about it to qualify as a beer nerd. I'm a beer, not even a snob. I'm just a fan. Enthusiast. I love trying. Like yeah. whoever invented beer flights is the, uh, the beer smartest flights are person the in the best. world. Mm-hmm. I love that being able oh, yeah. to try a bunch of different beers in one sitting. Yeah, because I like that. Like we had a French toast beer on, which was tasty. But there's no way. There's just no way I can drink an entire French toast beer. Same. I can do a flight of it though. Yeah. I can try it. <laughs> no, that that's the same. Like that, uh, like those like peanut butter stouts. They're I so interesting, yeah. but I can't drink, I can't a drink whole, that whole thing. Those, let alone two or three. Yeah, but <laughs> I want to try it. Yeah, but I do. I, I love that because I love that. And then also in the flights, I can pick out what my pint right, is going to be. Like a beer, mm-hmm. I'll try an mm-hmm. IPA, try the lager, try yeah. the porter, try the red ale, try the stout, whatever. Yeah. For some reason, I think flights are endless. I'm <laughs> just like naming seven or eight of them. But yeah, and then I can it's pick out what my 30. next is going to be. But I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. What's, um, so let's talk about the, the, the RBG. I know we talked about that a lot. And you and I kind of exchanged back yeah. and forth. So mm-hmm. um, uh, what, what is this one again? So this is a spiced uh, raspberry goza. That's right. Um, raspberry, strawberry, blackberry, blueberry. Well, yeah. So we we have we always invite um, our team to help collaborate on it, and we had the we had them all come in, and they were just like I don't know, flinging every single type of fruit at you. They're like, what if we and what if we and what if we? And you're like, oh my golly, okay. And yes, it it went yes. from being a raspberry goza into like every fruit you could possibly imagine. Well, yeah, the idea was to have we wanted to make it the, really extra complicated. Was to have all the interested uh, women here like collaborate on a beer idea and then my job was just to try to focus it into something we could actually do. You're That's just like the best screaming fruits at you. What are your beer ideas? It doesn't matter. It's his problem. Yeah. It was just like He's just rapid fire fruit. And he was like this is it complicated. It seemed like sour beer. fruit and spice were the popular idea. So we made, made that we made it, But thing. you did. You made our I would you love, made it come. I wish that was a job. If the job was just to sit here and come up with ideas it's but fine. not do That's any fine. of the work mm-hmm. I would apply today. Yeah. I'm like I'm just gonna how about this Just man? an innovator. I'm good. Out. Stout but it's clear. <laughs> good Figure luck. that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did a good job of uh, making it come to life. We, and then we came back and uh, had a brew day and and uh, yeah, and you guys helped to you participate. Mostly with like the mashing, especially you guys uh, added the grains and we stirred poured it. Things, and we stirred things. We held clipboards. We took some mash conversion official. samples. And all that fun stuff. Yeah. We'll come up with a, a guiltless ale. I'll send you with the ingredients. Not the ingredients, what it should taste like. You just and send it our way. It out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. It sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> He's down for whatever, so. Uh, he yeah, made I don't a know if you, berry. Sorry if you already mentioned it. I just want to clear up. Uh, yeah, the RBG obviously is a reference to the uh, late Supreme Court justice, but also supposed to stand for Red Berry Goza. Yeah. Which is why we picked four berries that are more or less red when you blend them together. Yes. You it's kind of a pinkish, it's everyone. Got, pinkish it's purple, kind of fun but you know. Pinkish, yeah. Like, you just like a keep yelling at everyone, like, that's not a red berry. Stop saying non red berries. You're ruining what we're trying to do here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you blend the blueberry with the others, and it's, it's more, more or less red. Yeah. It looks red. It's like a pinkish yeah. red tone. It's a really, it's a really good looking color. It's I think, a very actually. pretty very, beer. It's yeah. very pretty beer. Man, and the color, too. Again, and this is my, might be where I get beer nerdy, is the color of the beer. Mm-hmm. Like, when someone pours it, I'm like, mm hmm. 
like like a hazy. We talked about hazy. Yeah. Like I kind of already know what I'm getting into if it's a hazy IPA mm-hmm. and it looks like Sunny D. And I'm not saying it's bad if it does. Mm-hmm. But, but like you're like, that's really, going to be juicy. <laughs> I'm like, that's going to be a lot more citrusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then other ones, I'm like, okay, that's going to be a little bit more like a subtle yeah. hint. Still want to yeah, try yeah. it. Or like when I see, again, I think for me, again, it's like the the, ale, the red ales and ambers. When I see like that that color, I'm like, ugh, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about this one. Yeah. And for some reason, I think a little bit darker, the better too. Mm-hmm. Not super dark, but I do want it to be like a thicker, darker. But I mean, those are the things I notice. And then when I see like the very, very clear white, seltzery look ones, I'm mm-hmm. not as big a fan, but I also know what I'm going into. But yeah. Yeah, that's something that I like don't that, think. Like uh, that root IPA that didn't really take off. Remember that? Like for a little while, people were trying to do... The, you know, like a like a brute champagne. It's like a very very oh, light. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a brief period where everybody was trying to make like a really really, very very pale and bright IPA. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess I didn't really take off. I don't hear about <laughs> them anymore. No, yeah, but that's another. That's you know that's we talk about like the trends and things that are. I mean, people are still looking for the next thing. Like, even again, mm-hmm. I never would have thought sours would be as big as they are now. You know, there are places that are just sour you know kind of mead type places yeah. like there's yeah, one yeah. in lakewood bottle house that's mm-hmm. primarily what they do that's yeah. what funk and chip primarily was, was yeah outside mm-hmm. of you know those were and it's again Both those are great by the way Love yeah them. yeah the, and that's not because yeah like funk and chip obviously didn't fail because like they had a really good i think they had a really good system they had a great team it was a really cool location too yeah just some outside factors that would be on their control mm-hmm. is why that didn't work out but yeah those are things that are becoming more popular now yeah. But then you again, again still have kind of like the classic, just IPA, lager, mm-hmm. ale, stout type beer, which you know there's always going to be those. So I do dig that. What uh, what when you talk about like collaborate? Have you collaborated with any other brewers in the city? I think that's a, it that I can think of. We were working on one that fell through, but we're, yeah. I think we're still going to try to work with them again. I don't know if we want to mention them until it's an official. Yeah, thing, yeah. But, I mean, uh, at some point, we're always very open to it. Um, mm-hmm. always very open to it. We kind of did a little like tour to breweries last year and tried mm-hmm. to like have them out, us go there and visit, um, just to get, just to introduce ourselves to the community a little better. Cause 2020 was forget that. Yeah, and we mess. only opened in 2018. So just, uh, getting around and they've just, everyone's been really, really very welcoming, um, and very open to doing collaborations. So we're always down for something like that. And we have pretty easy creative control over what that looks like and what we're able to do with it, which is nice. And it's beyond that. It doesn't have to be a brewery. Like we said, we did the natural history museum. Um, you know, we did international women's air and space museum. So we're always looking for fun, creative avenues that we can just have more outreach in the community and get our name out there a little better that we, you know, we do locally brewed. And you said you have some freedom of that, so that's a Cleveland decision. Like, like that's not something you have Pretty to Pretty like much, yeah. I mean, we have to, you know, get some approvals and whatnot. But for mm-hmm. the most part, it's like if you guys think this is going to work, then let's do it. So, yeah, basically just have to convince them that it's a good idea, and they're usually yeah. like, yeah, all right. As long as we make a decently <laughs> yeah. sound argument, it's and beer. Uh, we're in Cleveland. Like, that's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're easy enough to do if there's not a whole bunch of additional moving in pieces and parts around them. If it's just like, hey, we brewed this beer with this brewery and now it's on tap, then that's already what he's doing. Yeah. Um, we're just adding another marketing piece to it. So it's not terribly hard and it's nice to it's nice to meet people because the community is, the brewing community is really, it's a fun community. Yeah, yeah. it's great here. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, any ones, I mean, I, I'm, you're beer drinkers, I know you work here, but mm-hmm. you're allowed to talk about other ones that you like. <laughs> like do you have any like ones, other ones in the city that you're fans of or would like to collaborate with? Yeah. I really, uh, go ahead. Oh, I, honestly, I 
can't think of a brewery that I did not like, really. Yeah. Like, some are really great, and some are, like, just good. But uh, yeah. uh, I love, like, Mass Head, love Saucy, uh, been like an Immigrant Son. Immigrant uh, Son's food is bomb. Oh, man. It's very collision good. Collision Bend's yeah. good. I collision, love Collision Bend. I love Collision Bend so there, they, much. I don't think they get, I think it's because, again, kind of their location about, yeah. is phenomenal. It's, they have a great their location. Great. I just think it's more of, like, a restaurant, and it's got such an amazing oh. right-on-the-water patio. Yeah. I don't think that their beer gets the credit that that it, it, sh- that it that should whole, get. They I love that area there. right there, and Collision and benefits I, in so well right there. I feel bad. Uh, there's a couple of breweries that like I've been to a few times, but it's always been on like uh, I want to say like Nano Brew and like mm-hmm. uh, Noble Beast that I've always been to during like a pub crawl, like several breweries in. So my memories are not like super clear <laughs> like, about them, I but I think they were good. I, uh, I need to go back again, like just just those places to. Fully appreciate them. Nano's another one too that they uh, <laughs> they're so restauranty. They got a cool patio. People forget. Yeah, it's still a brew place. Yeah. That, and mm-hmm. they got they got good beer. They got good food. Yeah, uh, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't can't keep them. I remember having a good time, but I don't remember yeah. the beer specifically. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I, I I do remember that, especially later. And we're getting into that that time of year where this is the time of year my wife and I really like because we're too old. I don't like being out like past eight p.m. I want to yeah. be in mm-hmm. my house, but the daytime is the best. Day drinking, it's just vastly superior to <laughs> night drinking. I've always enjoyed it. I'm going to continue to enjoy Sweet it. Wait till you have that from... kid. You're going to sing a different tune. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's going to ruin some things. For he's sure. definitely. But even my wife was just like, she's like, hey, when the when the kid gets here, when can we? You need can... to go check out like sibling revelry. Yeah. There's like things. She's like, for when them can we take do? him to a brewery? I'm like, you got to find the breweries where there's he's kids. He's the size activities. of a Zach Morris phone. We can go whenever we want. I mean, oh yeah, it's not up to him. No. <laughs> it's like, when you feel comfortable, we'll go. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, we got to. And she's so happy because it's happening in you know, May. Yeah. It's finally getting nice out. So mm-hmm. this is going to help a lot. If I was having this kid in January where it gets dark at 4 p.m., it'd be fucking terrible. Yeah. So, so we're excited about that, to, to do that. But, yeah, he's probably going to ruin a couple of my Saturdays. <laughs> it's okay. You, there's so many ways to pivot with that. I have three kids, and they all go with us, or we do a date night. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one just, of you can go day drinking while the other one has to stay home with the kid. Well, yeah, that's true. Off. I do have a Unfortunately, that is going to be her, because she has more than earned it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, she's, like, driving me around all of I'm like, this is so much fun. She's like, fuck you. This <laughs> <laughs> is Glad you're having fun. My first six months, you're driving me all over the state. As Good. She's like, I want a martini. Drive me. Take I want me. a beer. Drive me. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Drive me. Good for me. her. What um uh with the uh, the uh, the different collaborations too, um, are there any outside of take the brewers? I know you've done other ones like like with the uh, with the museum. What about that? Is there anywhere that that you thoughts of you would be that would be kind of cool that you would like to do? We love anything that has to do anything like museums. <laughs> like we you know would love to do more of that piece of it. Um, as far I as mean, breweries, yeah. Uh, definitely like to work with Saucy. Love to work with Immigrant Son. Too. They're really cool people. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean... We've, like, we've been meeting with, like, uh, the people from a lot of breweries around here, just kind of floating out the idea of collabs, and everyone's down for it. It's just so a matter of... It's just getting it on the calendar. Getting the down, time nailing do down it. a date and, and all getting that. Getting everyone to yeah. be able to cohesively come together to do that, but everyone is very much open to it. It's yeah. just getting it on the calendar. And we had one that we were really excited about, uh, but... A third party that was neither of the breweries yeah. uh, made it, it so it wouldn't through, work out. But, so. but out of it came like a really good partner, like a really good relationship that we were able yeah. to foster with them. So, um, and gave us some ideas of what those partnerships would look like moving mm-hmm. forward and some parameters to go off of. And it was a learning experience. So, 
I'd love to work with yeah. Masthead, if only because they... I thought hazy IPAs were a really stupid idea until I had one of theirs. And I was like, oh, these are actually pretty good sometimes. And now it's your most and popular now it's beer my most you popular have. Beer yeah. Beer. <laughs> yeah, they do have a good one. They have a lot of... They, they, have a, they do have a lot of IPAs. They always have a good... They have a Midwest red IPA, too. It's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. But their hazy is very good. And then, yeah, they yes. have that, that jalapeno one. Again, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just a medical... I was not brave enough. They got a really good it. coffee style, too. What's that? They have a really good coffee style, and like, I think they had a raspberry style. They still make that one, but at least a few years They didn't ago, they have did. the raspberry style when I was on there last yeah. summer. I definitely would have had that. Um, can I make a suggestion that maybe I try one of these beers we've been discussing? Because then yeah, I want to pivot absolutely. to talk about downstairs. How, sure. Do you want to do yeah. like a little little flight tasting? I mean, yeah, a mini obviously flight I do. Taste. A mini okay. flight that's very low alcohol. And uh, I'm just going to pause it. Okay. Appreciate you guys setting that up for me here later in the afternoon, right after work. It's actually a yeah. perfect time. It's definitely, definitely, definitely PM right now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of people who are going to be super jealous that I did this today. <laughs> uh, so let's see. So first one, RBG. So I've never had this. This is the... Uh, this one we just tapped. Our and what we just talked about, too. Yep. Like the fruit flavor. So I'll have some sips. Can you walk me through it again? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a Goza. So it's a... Sour, predominantly wheat beer uh, with a tiny bit of uh, sea salt in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got some uh, fruit. We got raspberry, strawberry, blackberry, and blueberry. And uh, then infused with um, roasted habaneros. Ooh. If you roast it in our Ooh, kitchen. That's good. Not something I would normally drink, but it is good. Yeah. That's yeah. super. Ref- actually, also good for the time of year, too. Yeah. That's nice and refreshing. It is. And it's not. Like as spicy as the first one that I tried, which is There good. is a little bit. I can it, get it's that It's right at, at the, the end, end, and it's one of those, it grows as you taste it and drink it. It actually more has right it. on the back of the tongue. Yeah. It wasn't um, right away. It's no. like still hanging out there now. It does. And you're like, oh, it's still spicy. Yep. Yeah, but not overpowering. <laughs> yeah. like, Enough that you could drink it, and we didn't want it to be something that like you would have, it would be so spicy you can't actually drink it. So this this turned out Yeah, and there well. are people that would like, like, there's people that like fire engine wings and shit like that, yeah. but I'm just not... I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be a... I don't want to earn my food. I just want to eat no, it. No, I want and to enjoy it. Same thing with my drinks. I want to yeah, enjoy it. I want to enjoy so it. So I want to enjoy it. And then like, I'm not, I don't want to brag about it, even though like I can't feel my mouth anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's good. I like that. The um, Again, it's not something I would normally drink, but mm-hmm. I know my wife would like that a lot. Well, no, no, actually, she does like the spice, too. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on in that. Uh-huh. You can taste the like the sea. Everything you were saying, I swear to God, it was it wasn't, I wasn't timing it that way. Everything you were saying, <laughs> I was no, experiencing. You're like <laughs> the sea salt. I'm like, yeah, there it is. And then you're like, Abner at the end, like there it is. And then the bear. But yeah, it's uh, it's nice and kind of in keeping of the uh, not necessarily. I mean, it doesn't really taste that much like a traditional beer. Yeah, but not that's really. That's something that a lot of people <laughs> yeah. would it's like. Different. That, that's it's growing really in popularity. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the raspberry wheat. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, so that's one that we, uh, I don't think we've ever really distributed it large scale, or at least not mm-hmm. very often, but it's been a, a favorite of the mm. uh, Lakewood, New York tap room for many years. So they'll brew it, like mostly just serve it there and occasionally ship it out to us. So it's just what it sounds like. It's a wheat beer with raspberry. Yeah. <laughs> you can smell it too. Like, yeah. I mean, as I go very to light. drink it, like you can smell it. Yeah. Mm. Same. It's a. Uh, Refreshing, not like a traditional beer at all, but it is good. And not, I don't think it's like an overpowering raspberry either. It's not mm-hmm. at all because I'm a I'm a fruity drinker yeah. and I tend to shy away from that one a little bit because it's not. Yeah. No, it is. It's, it's not, not super fruit forward. Yeah, it's not super fruit forward. No, but it is good. 
Oh, yeah. And these are all ones that I've never tried before, too, because I've had plenty of the other ones and I didn't want to have the one. I didn't want to be like, oh, this is exactly what I remember. I wanted to try I've already had this. Because you have so many. We have over there's, 30 on 30 on tap. 30 on tap all the time? Yeah. For oh, the most right. part. Mm-hmm. Good for you guys. What is the... Something for everybody. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm trying to go by color because I want to do the stout last. Yeah, we didn't yeah. really uh, No, 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 that's okay. We just placed them in there. <laughs> that's okay. I've done enough flights where I know <laughs> You're I'm like, not, I know what I'm doing. I don't doing. mix the stout in the middle. I'm yeah. Gonna, so I'm going to go to the... This is the Motel Paloma. Yeah, this is our newest one from Victory. It's a grapefruit ale. So I'm not super familiar with that one. I don't know if you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, that's about the extent of my knowledge on it. <laughs> oh, here, I'll do it. Okay. It's He's going to talk to us about it's it. Definitely, this one is a little bit more overpowering mm-hmm. of the grapefruit. It's got a little bit more, a lot of, more that, of it. Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. which we just came out with this one. Isn't bad because I know a lot. I'm not as into that. I like the hint of it. This one, like the uh, the raspberry one I just had was just a little bit more subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is a lot heavier, but still. All of these are really good, very good summer drinking that I've had so far. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. Tell pl- yeah, this is like, your newest Everything ones? except the stout that you have right now is good. Like, no, yeah, that's, 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 I mean, <laughs> I'll drink a stout in the summer, but <laughs> it's not traditionally the, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the summer drink. Mm, yeah, I do like that. Glad I'm doing it because uh, yeah, these are one not ones that I would normally drink or normally yeah. order. I the always go for your, yeah. That's why you do the flight. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have the juice jolt. I am familiar with this one. I know I've yeah. had it. I don't remember the last had, time I had it. So we it, have though. two X juice jolt. That's the stronger one I was referencing earlier. Oh, yeah. This is not as strong, but it literally it's a juice box. But it is, and you can. I haven't even drank it. Like you can smell it. You can it. smell. It smells, yeah, like, a it smells yeah. like a juice box. Really aromatic. That one's been really popular. It's like, been with our staff too. Yeah. And, oh yeah. With the we mix it with like the berry monkey, and it tastes like a gusher. It's. It's really good with kids. Like if they're a little wild, because the kids love like it. A juice box. Kids mm-hmm. put them right to sleep. It's really just a really little good. bit of juice jolt in there. Have we gotten the two X juice jolt yet? It's my favorite. That's the yeah, one okay, that's yeah, stronger. Yeah. Oh man, um, yeah. I haven't gotten a tr- chance to try it yet, but it's good. We really don't. Excited I, about that we don't one. have it on tap, but we have it in package. So we had like we had it at um, right. our industry night. So I was able to try it and get some samples from there, and it's it's strong. This one is not. Uh, yeah. What do you know? What the ABV is on these? This that one's not as hot, not as strong as the two X. I want to say it's like six and a half percent. Maybe you maybe you could. That's look still it a good. <laughs> I mean, the, the, this, this tastes like one of those that like that you like. I told well, you we were talking about numbers. like they taste really good. So you can fire a lot of these down. Yeah, and then and all of like, a sudden, oh, shit. You're like that. <laughs> I need. It's <a>, dangerous. <laughs> I need an Uber. <laughs> yeah. But it's not the again good for the summer. This is good. Yeah. But it, it's it's. It's wild. It's kind of like what we were talking about a little bit ago. It's, this tastes like a juice box. It does. It's six uh, six point eight. So I was so close. Like on the high side of medium, I yeah. guess. Okay. <laughs> What's so the two X? Uh, oh yeah. Well, might as well check that right now. Yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah. What is the two X? I think it's like nine. Really, I'm I'm gonna put money I guess on nine and a half percent. I would think it would be twelve. <laughs> right. I'm so sorry. I think we're right. Mad that's that I don't remember works. these. Yeah. I, I, I would assume. <laughs> unless I'm. I mean, I'm not. A little higher. Math, but I feel like I yeah. can do six times two. So it should be 12. It's not exactly double, yeah. Uh, let's see. 8.2. Okay. Oh, I okay. was wrong. It's okay. really strongly in the 9.5 camp, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's, it's I strong. just went basic math. So <laughs> You're like, I was if just If anything, mathing. I think it's named I think the double is like predominantly <laughs> in the amount of like hops, especially dry hops that we put into it. Yeah. Oh. It is an intense amount of dry hopping in that what, beer. What's the highest ABV you have? 16. 16? 
Yeah. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Uh, oh, that's right. And the various barrel aged like ones will tend to be somewhere between like 14 and 16. Barrel ages yeah. are always, yeah. And it varies a little bit depending on each year because you don't know exactly how much you're going to get out of the barrel. Because uh, some are just kind of wet or some have like a little bit of like liquor still in the bottom. Uh, so <laughs> you blend them and you test it and you find out what it is at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if anyone's ever had, like, it, it, this is just my opinion, but this is what I've seen. If you're not. If you don't understand or, or like drink a lot of beer, if you go to like a brewery or go anywhere, mm-hmm. and you see the word double or triple for sure, mm-hmm. um, if you see Scotch ales are usually pretty high too, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, anything that has barrel age written next to it. Yeah, um, Imperial's also a good sign that it's going to be high. Also, yeah, yeah, those are yeah, those like kind of like those. I mean, you should be able to pick that. Like if it says Imperial in front of it, you're like, <laughs> oh, that sounds intense. But that's yeah, those are always really higher in the ABV. Oh yeah. And, but they do like the barrel age kind of tastes like booze. Same with the scotches. Some of the smells scotches and tastes like taste like it's just been soaking in booze. Yeah. Um, and they're, I think they're an acquired taste. I do like a lot of the scotch ales. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with like the bourbon barrel uh, age ones too. Um, they definitely are more one of the more acquired tastes. Yeah, the, beer they're, they're not the sure. super popular ones because yeah. those are I think for like serious beer drinkers that really like that type of beer too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 16 jurors. I don't remember. And 16% ones, it tastes like alcohol. <laughs> it tastes like straight liquor. Yeah, it does. It smells like it. It looks like it. It tastes like it. The um, I don't know if you're familiar with Hansa Brewing uh, down in... Yeah. Uh, so I love them. There's a, I, th- there's a guy. I, I think he's the owner or one of the owners. Mm-hmm. But he's just, you know, this German dude just kind of yeah. walks around. He's constantly got one of these in his hand, like one of these little. He's all. He's always. It's yeah. that's a, such a. He's the nicest food, person, everything. but he's always walking up to the tables. And he's like, "How is everything? How is this?" And, yeah. and every time I hear him or see him grab one of these little uh, uh, glasses, he's always like, "Let's see, let's make sure this is." He's claiming he's testing it to make sure it came out okay, right. even though it's already tapped yeah. and it's already <laughs> being distributed. He's like, "Let me just double check <laughs> quality control." Make sure everything's all right. And then, <laughs> so if you go in there around like nine mm-hmm. when he's been there for several hours, it's <laughs> hilarious. Because then he just starts giving you stuff. And we went down there around Christmas time. And he's like, do you want to try our Christmas beer? And I'm like, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And he brought us, there's a table of four. He brought us one of those because it was like 18%. He's like, we can't put these in pint glasses, obviously. 18%. We can't even really put them Oof. in snifters because they're like, they're, <laughs> they're just so strong. Yeah. They're so strong. Right. And we tasted it. It was delicious. But I mean, again, you can, you're like, yeah. Because you're doing a shot at that point. This is a lot. <laughs> yeah. This is it, this very, very, very heavy. I mean, I feel like it was heavier in alcohol than whiskeys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was so thick and rich, and, but it was really, really good. Did you ever try one of those like really high ones? They probably have actually made them even stronger by this point. But like, like Utopias back in the day, that Sam yeah. Adams one, it's like twenty five or something. And yeah, it's a think the Bismarck was another really big one. Yeah, those are. I mean, th- yeah, those it's like, are. It's like half a whiskey, like literally half whiskey yeah. strength. But I mean, it t- and it tastes like you don't. I've never really gotten too far with them. It's like literally a taste. Yeah, yeah. Because I taste I feel like, like I, was a I shouldn't taste have anyway, more than so. that at all. I'm just gonna drink a normal beer because mm-hmm. I feel like I just had rocket fuel. Like some of those are <laughs> really. They almost don't even really taste like beer because they're so high. Yeah. They taste like almost like a, I don't know, like a, a thicker whiskey. <laughs> Some of them. I mean, they're really, really like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been years, but I actually have had that. Sam, it was a long time ago. It was at some, back when I was working at Sawworks, it was some beer festival, and they were handing out like tiny, tiny little samples and like cigars that were rolled in the beer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> what fun. a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't even like smoke cigars, but I would get Same one guy. of those. <laughs> I would get one. Okay, yeah. so the oatmeal stout. Yeah, Ota did it again. So I can already just, and I think, for me at least, I think there is a, because people think of stouts, I think of Guinness. Uh, like yeah, yeah, casual it's, people it's not think like of Guinness. Guinness. No. no, it's not at all. <laughs> I can already tell, like, it's a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as, as heavy or thick, because uh, there's a couple like that. And some of the stouts are, stouts are getting kind of acquired, I think, taste. I mm-hmm. think you yeah. like them or you don't. It's not something that casual people just have a stout. If you've had a stout, you like them. They've pretty much been my favorite for the most part. They stouts, brown ales, and... Oh, that's a good... Yeah. I do like this one. Oh, yeah, cool. Thank you. I really do. And I that's drink it in the popular. summer. I don't care. <laughs> that's one of the ones, like, I like to... If I can think of a clever name, I'll go with it. But a lot of times, I'll try to survey the staff around here. And that's yeah. one of the ones... That was one a good of our one that came out. Former bartenders yeah. came up with. Ota did it again. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like the it's name. It's popular, too. I have to... Do, I, no, I do. I like, the, uh, I like the beer. I like the name. Because yeah. I have to do that... I do that every week. I try to think of something funny to name the episode. <laughs> it's usually right, right. an inside joke or something stupid sure. that happened on the episode. Yeah. Um, but usually, I, just, I mainly just want the people that were on to message and be like, hey, I like the name. Like, yeah. that's it. But it's always some stupid, goofy thing that happens oh, during yeah. the episode. I seem to drift towards puns. Like, I'm not even a dad, but it's, I seem to be, have more of a taste for dad <laughs> jokes now than I did when I was younger. Oh, I'm already, yeah, I'm super, I'm, I've, I'm, I've leaned hard into just being the dad that's going to make a lot of stupid jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. I'm already buying, like, outfits for both of us. Ah, uh, you're transitioning so easy <laughs> yeah. into dadhood. I, do, I want that so bad. Like, he, I, we had the, uh, the, the, the shower a couple weeks ago, so he has, I don't know, a couple days' worth of clothes. I mean, I was doing laundry for two days of just his clothes. And I think that's normal. People go crazy. They're like, that's the easiest thing to do is give him a bunch of onesies and shit. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you go through so many of them. But then people started buying, like, he, has, he already has a pair of Jordans. Like, which <laughs> that he'll is never wear because they don't stay on their feet. No, probably not. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm not, like, an avid sneakerhead, but I got about 10 to 15 pairs of, like, yeah. of like those type of shoes that I like to get. So doing stuff like that. And, like, he's, like, got this, like, Jordan jersey, so I want to get a Jordan jersey. Aww. My wife got us matching hats because I wear hats a lot. And then, you know, I'm going to put them on him and... So, yeah, I'm already kind of into that. I just want us to, if I buy something, I want to make sure that he has something very, very similar so we can wear them together. It's going to be great. That way people will know it's 100% my child. <laughs> this one belongs to me. Not that that's up for me. debate, sweetie, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's definitely, definitely mine. Um, so as I uh, keep drinking these, um, tell me about the tap room. Because you have a beautiful tap room. We are very fortunate with this space. It's we have- incredible. Yeah, we have a lot of space. We have upstairs, our, our main level. Um, we have our barrel cellar downstairs, which uh, we talked on earlier. Uh, we do a lot of our events on um, and two bars, which is great. Fully stocked. We have our own distillery, so it's all of our own liquor as well. Uh, and then you do a really great job of keeping some different stuff on tap for us to be able to push through, too. So we can fit around like 200-ish people in here um, in the entire tap room, which is cool. Um, and we'll do buyouts of the tap room. You can do a buyout of the basement. Um, we do a lot of rehear- a lot of rehearsal dinners. We do a lot of corporate events. Um, you, you can do 200 both floors combined? Uh, total between okay. both floors, yeah. That's I think a it's lot. a little bit higher than that, um, but somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark, somewhere between two to 300. That's uh, a lot. So we'll God, do, sorry, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying not to burp into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like I was it. trying all these beers. They're all very good, by the way. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. This is a good way to start your day. No, the day is ended. It's <laughs> You're in, like, it's, we're... It's after work. Oh, remember. right. It's after work. It's after it work. Is not right. It's not 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, 
when you and I spoke, you know, kind of like about the event that I was yeah. trying to do, um, there are having events like this and in, in, like events like that, like rehearsals or, or anything yeah. like that, that is, or receptions even really. Mm-hmm. Like I had, and I think I may have told you, when all that stuff, unfortunate stuff happened with Funkin' Chip, a lot of people reached out to me when I posted, hey, yeah. I'm moving the location. People I was were like, send them my way. We, we have space. Saying, hey, have you heard anything? Because I had a reception plan because Funkin' Chip did a lot of yeah. events like that. Have you heard anything about that? Because I, I booked a reception there you know, for my wedding. Yeah, you know, it was like crazy watching a lot of that I'm like, unfortunately, off. I don't think anyone's going to get back to me because yeah. they're all gone. Like, my contacts are gone. But there's, I started making suggestions because there's, there's three that I know that can't, two that I think are the best for it, especially after I saw your room. Because yep. I actually saw your room while it was being set up for something very similar. Yeah. The only ones that I can think of that can do that, and doing it at a brewery is popular, is here in Forest City has a separate room They have as a well. separate room. It's a really beautiful room. Yeah, they but, have, uh, with, like their stage so and everything. anyone is listening and wants to do that, like wants to have an event or a reception or a rehearsal dinner like that, this place is beautiful. And yeah. It's, and like you said, there's a lot of room downstairs. You, you would have no idea walking by. And that's one of the biggest things. Even people that come in here, and I think when you hit, came in, you're like, I didn't even know there was a downstairs. And we hear that all the time. People will come in, they're regulars, and they just have no idea that we have an entire downstairs. Um, that is, it's very cool. There's barrels, there's lounge yeah. seating, there's bar. Oh yeah, that's the, yeah. It's not even. It doesn't look like a restaurant down. No, there. it, it it's has like a much more it's a loungy, cool, yeah. boozy brewery vibe to it. Yeah, it does. And the um, the other thing about it too is the. Uh, I actually have been there. I just didn't remember it until later. That's okay. It also, was a rough day that I day was when doing, we met. No, I mean I'd been there in the past. Okay. You're like, oh, you have a tap room, and then I went downstairs, and I was like, I think I have been this in here looks before, familiar. but I was also having that. That you know, bar crawl feeling that you had, where I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm sure it was great. It's totally brewery amnesia. Yeah. They but all. I remember it's like, I know I've sat in one it's of well, these chairs. Just one it's really cool down there, though. It's it is beautiful. really cool. It's a really we've done a great job of um, just making it just a fun, different setting, and the different murals on the walls and things, and finding some different ways to elevate that space a little bit is. Um, it's been fun watching it transform over the past few years. So, well, I mean, that's an advantage for you because there aren't a lot of places that can do that. No, we get a lot of people. And that was part of the other reason with meeting a lot of these other breweries is sometimes we can't do an event because there's oh, something yeah, going yeah, yeah. on at Rocket Mortgage or Progressive. So sometimes we'll, hey, I have a contact over here. I already know that they have an event space that can hold you. They are out slightly outside of the city and, and vice versa. Like when the water main broke over on East 4th um, about a month ago. Like Corner Alley was able to very easily be like, "Hey, here, I've that been here." That was the day I was here. That might have been the day you because were here, actually. Someone posted that, and I remember showing them. I was like, "I was just down there. I don't." Yeah, and they they were down for the count for about a week, maybe a week and a half. So we were able to help the them with that, some events. It was the day that I came down here yeah. and met you because I got I went back and then saw it on Instagram. So I was yeah. like, "This is happening." I'm like, I was just down there. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, it was crazy. How long over am I? I missed this. <laughs> it was, it was. They were the. They were affected. There was a couple other places affected, but they were the ones that were closed longer. Yeah. Than some of those other locations on East Fourth, but um, no, it's nice having those connections because, like, I wasn't able to do an event for a group. They wanted it during some concert playoff game. Who knows? So I was able to recommend them off to another brewery that was here so it's just nice having those connections because we all talk and chat so oh yeah, 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 yeah if we can't help you somebody else can and vice versa yeah 
I do like where you guys are. I do. It's, it's the location in. is nice. We're a little off the beaten path because we're not east fourth, and there's also that's, like but that's, nothing mm, around us. <laughs> but that's why I like your location. Like th- there are, there are people that like the east fourth kind of, which is to me it's, it's, fine. it's more chaotic. I, I'm not. That's just. I like this. I'm downtown, but I don't feel like. And you're a close walk to East Fourth, yes. so you can go check it yeah, out yeah. and then get away from the craziness. Yeah, the downtown's pretty walkable, honestly, because I used yeah. to work down here, and walking from where I worked to here was not that big of a no, deal. No, it's really walkable. Especially when it's nice out. And we're close enough to both the both uh, Progressive and Rocket Mortgage. Even Browns. I mean, if you want to walk it or Uber it or whatever, it's not terrible. Oh, I've done that. Well, that's right over there on 12th. That's yeah. close to there. That's where I used to work. Yeah. So, so walking to East Fourth, walking and it's a nice walk. You're just yeah. on a nice day. You're just head towards the lake. You know, like it's yeah. just right That's there. That's not a big deal. I don't yeah. mind that at all. Yeah. So what we got in the upcoming year? So you have well, not upcoming year, but I mean like summertime. So we're starting to get into this has got to be a, a much busier time, I think, for everybody. Yeah. Because now it's downtown. You can start opening those windows we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Start using the rooms more because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm I have to assume everyone bar wise. In the wintertime, that's got to be the, not necessarily it's not busy, but it can't be as busy because we go fucking nuts <laughs> yeah. know, when we can just yeah. get outside and just yeah. walk to stuff, too. Yeah, yeah we definitely see January weird, is like the lowest of the year, I would say. Yeah, we see a weird dip as soon as like the weather gets nice Yeah, because we don't have the patio. We have the garage style windows. We don't have the patio, and it's just like that first weekend. It's like, no, but mm. everybody wants to be like living the patio life. So we just see this weird drop off, and then it mellows out a little bit because we do have the at least the garage door style windows that can open up. I feel like the patio thing is a, and this is for me as like a younger person thing, because I understand the appeal of patios, but I like garage doors better. I do too. I just, I just don't. I want to be semi-protected from the I elements. I think once you hit like 30, it's done. You're like, I understand the patio, but how about patio vibe, but still safe? Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to have to relocate if the Ohio sky decides to open up or yeah, if I, it's too hot or this... Yeah, I like I like feeling like I'm outside when I'm eating, but not actually yeah, being I like, outside. I do too, because my wife is always like, "Do you want to sit outside?" And my answer is always no. No. Like I don't want to, but obviously, she's been through a lot in terms of carrying a person, so she kind of gets what she wants. Yeah. But like, I mean, no, I never want like I don't want to heat hot food in the hot sun. No. You know, I want if to I'm maybe just having a drink, maybe. Yes, but where I like it's the, an easy. Yeah, I, I like the, yeah. I mean, having beers like that, that's fine, but I like the if I'm eating food. Yeah. I like I like the vibe of being able to to have like what you have like the access of outside but that's actually being outside right and if it's you sit up thing. there you know yeah, how it is it that. feels like you're outside yeah I really really like that yeah. I've always loved that vibe garage doors yep. the, the, those big open mm-hmm. windows that you guys have I I've always preferred that and I prefer it now more yeah because I'm also like a lot of people that have been that lived in Ohio their whole lives I am a sweater because yeah. my my, my body has acclimated to it being 40 degrees most of the year. <laughs> so when totally. 75, the 80 hits, you're just, the body's just like, I can't handle this. I got to get this shit out. <laughs> so that's what it is. So what, uh, uh, so again, now you're getting in the business. So what, uh, what do you guys want to see or do? Like for you, do you have, I know, know we talked about like maybe some, some future collabs or maybe some other beers that you want to try. Like what, let's start with you. Like what do you want to do like in the next like year or so? Uh, I would definitely like to do a collab, once we were talking about earlier. Um, as far as different beers, uh, we have a black IPA coming up right now. I can see it foaming over onto the floor right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. It's messy, but it's a good sign. Uh, 
Yeah, and then that, uh, that Vice beer, the, my secret vice coming up, uh, we'll be doing uh, Watermelon Goza. Uh, yeah, I didn't mention we have a, one of our more recent uh, but fairly popular brands called Anything Goza. There's a sign right next to your head yeah. right there where we just like change up the fruits in it. Uh, so it's like always new but still the same brand, basically. Yep. Which is cool. So People like to be, like keep that. doing more of that. Uh, and honestly, I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants as far as coming up with new stuff. So I don't you know what I'll be making by the end though. of the year. We'll see. Uh, yeah, totally keep making new stuff. I'd love to do a collab with some uh, local breweries, especially yeah. after that last one. Didn't quite work out how we hoped. Yeah. Uh, That's the way to do it, though. Honestly, I think, again, I think you I think you and like other there's other I mentioned a couple of those other like brewers and breweries that have, I think, more of that freedom because you have the standards that mm-hmm. everyone can expect, but then you also have, it feels like to me, you have the freedom to, you know, you can bring people in with some of the ones that they all know yeah. and have them try some of the other yeah. stuff too. I really like that a lot. You know, some of the smaller ones just can't do that Mm-mm. because if like your your smaller ones aren't as popular and you don't have 30 on tap, you only have four on tap. Exactly. Totally, yeah. You know, that, that can take away from some of the experimentation. Maybe they don't even experiment because they're like, oh, I mean, we can't risk it because we're not as big. So it's, it's, it's nice to be able to do that. And I love that the uh, um, the, the, the the options I, I, I always yeah. have yeah we're really lucky that we get to have that sort of freedom here because I mean the, the big brewery they still experiment too but they're the ones who yeah mostly handle the, the standards yeah. and, we get to uh, have a little more fun I can do a little more experimentation <laughs> yeah. although praise and legacy have basically become standards too they have been <laughs> but they're so good that's I mean that's a good thing well yeah and then that's then you realize like the ones that were experiments turned into standards yeah which is nice that's really cool and it seems like you have the freedom you know to be able to do that with you know there's not your southern tier cleveland not southern tier as a whole where you have to get mm-hmm. that approval You're like you know they're like hey this is working that's not and i think at this point you have kind of like the data the the, the track record to be like let us try new stuff because these things are working the yeah. new ones are working mm-hmm. let me try some new ones too and i think I mean, the, the, the proof is just in the dollars. If people are buying it, Absolutely. You're, the more that happens, the more people are like, whatever, you clearly know what your community wants better than we do. That's <laughs> just right. go. It's basically how it goes, yeah. yeah. Yep. How about you? What do you think? Next year or so? Uh, definitely the collaboration piece of it, for sure. Um, you know, I, I've always kind of been a big, a big proponent of trying to get us introduced to more breweries and um, figuring out a way to, like, cohesively get some collaborations off the ground. So it's really nice to have you know have a brewer that supports that and a marketing team um that also supports that and also just getting some better awareness that we're here that we have all this event space that we can do these different types of events we try to make it as flexible literally as humanly possible whether it's flexible minimums or getting creative with the event space um i worked in other places where it's like okay you have to charge this plus this plus this and we're just not that place you know we don't require deposits there are no room rental fees oh that's great by the way yeah like i mentioned two places that have the room to do those things the other one does have a deposit and does have yeah a, we don't do any of that we a, make it and, and maybe at some point we will but right now we we don't and it's just nice because i can kind of uh customize what those packages look like for people based yeah. on how many people they have and if they're you know flexible on their start time and what their event you know what the flow of their event is going to be. Um, so just finding some new ways to get some people in here and, and to utilize the barrel seller for some additional just events that we're putting on yeah. um, and bringing some people in here. And we've gotten a little bit better about that over the past few years of like having a DJ in house and doing some different events that we're inviting the public to. So just continuing to increase awareness through all of those efforts would be Stella. Awesome. 
Well, this is great. Thanks for inviting me in to do this. Thanks for coming yeah, in and fun. hanging out with us. Oh, of course, yeah. I'll, I mean, it's this wasn't too hard to convince me of. Hey, do you want to <laughs> come? We appreciate it. <laughs> you know, do a podcast inside a brewery and maybe have some drinks at a very normal time. Totally reasonable totally hour. Reasonable. Look at that it's sun like, setting. It's, it's getting it's dark out. It's getting should probably wrap up soon. It's getting dark, you know, traveling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's after work. Yeah. yeah you gotta be careful. Um, <laughs> but, um, everyone, please make sure you're checking out again. I think we've talked about the things about that Southern tier has to offer, not just the, the, uh, the beer itself, but the events, the atmosphere. This is yeah. such a nice spot downtown. And again, this is the time, this is the time of year. Mm-hmm. So really excited about that. So Thanks for walking me through your process, and thanks for inviting me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. So that's it, everyone. Thank you from Southern Tier.